Can you tell me what it was like when you when you said, "Hey, I got an idea. We're going to make a road course here and run run on that." How yes. many how many uh, heads went to spinning when you when you came up with that idea? Hello and welcome to Waltrip Unfiltered. It's my podcast. I appreciate you tuning in to listen. I have a very special guest today. I'm really uh, thrilled to have Marcus Smith. He runs the Charlotte Motor Speedway, and uh, his family has so much history with this sport and the Coca-Cola 600s coming up next weekend. I thought it was a perfect time to check in with Marcus and find out how in the world he's been faring. I know there's a lot going on on your plate, Marcus. Charlotte Motor Speedway's getting ready to be the center uh, focus of all the motorsports and sporting world. And I couldn't think of a guy that has his arms around better what, what the fans need, what we can expect, what we're going to see than you. So thank you so much for joining me. Sure thing, buddy. Absolutely. It's great to hang out with you digital, digitally and virtually. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the view. I'm glad you joined me from, from that area of the, of the offices there. Got a, got a nice view of the speedway behind you. Delicious Coca-Cola sitting over your shoulder. So uh, there you go. the Coca-Cola 600's right around the corner. Uh, if you don't mind, just try to get me up to speed on, on what the last uh, couple of weeks, month have been like. As you knew, NASCAR was working toward the return of, of, of racing, uh, and, and Charlotte would be a big part of that. What all has been on your plate over the last couple of weeks? You know, I think um, we've had a lot of communication with NASCAR and, um, and Fox and the race teams. I think, uh, you know, our, our whole Speedway crew has um, been talking a lot. And, you know, I think um, the overarching message that we've all been um, remembering and talking about. One is, um, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. There's been a lot that uh, we're just sort of dealt this hand and we've got to deal with it and we've got to uh, play the cards that were dealt. And the other thing that's been so important is that we have to communicate and collaborate and, uh, and that has been going on so well with, uh, with NASCAR, race teams, um, Speedway, and, and Fox. I think um, you know, we've all been working together. And then, and then the state, um, the local communities, you know, we just, we're, we're, we've been racing in South Carolina, we're coming to North Carolina. Then you have the counties that the Speedways are located in, the race team shops are located in, uh, Cabarrus County, Mecklenburg, and um, Iredell County. So there's a lot of, um, you know, just communication that has had to happen over this time. And, um, you know, we, we've been trying to enjoy some time as well. It's been, I don't know about you, but, you know, I'm sure you've been sort of enjoying some of the time. And um, I've, I've had both the kids home and um, my wife and I have enjoyed uh, just kind of yeah, spending time with the family. We've watched a lot of movies and um, in between phone calls and Zoom meetings and that sort of thing. Yeah, I've learned more about Zoom than, than I thought I would ever know. It's, it's certainly <laughs> been uh, nice to see folks' faces. And um, like you said, during these trying times, it's, you know, it's, it's really nice to have the family around. And my daughter, Macy, as you know, just graduated from the University of Michigan. So she's home and been able to spend some quality quality time with her and just to, to see try to see the world through her eyes after working for four years to, to, to earn a degree and graduate and then get told you're not having a graduation <laughs> so we, we certainly uh, 
understand the challenges that, that many folks have, but I think we can both agree that when, when the green flag flew Sunday in Darlington, uh, I could tell that it was a culmination of a whole lot of moving parts and pieces that I know you're a big part of as well. But the takeaway after the race was it was a great race. It was fun to watch. Live sports was back, but safety. I think everybody walked out of Darlington and said, we did everything we could for our competitors, for the folks there to make sure we were safe. And yeah. uh, I'm sure we're going to see a whole lot the same. And every day is new. You learn more about how to go forward. Um, right. What are some of the challenges you're faced with, with, with making sure all the, the, the competitors and people that are there, the frontline uh, workers, the safety workers, how, yeah. how have you been getting them prepared for this event? So we have an awesome healthcare partner in Atrium Health uh, based here in Charlotte. They are uh, the biggest in the region and they've been the hospital partner of the Speedway for as long as I can remember. Um, they have jumped in with us to help us develop this protocol. Um, and you know, we've, we've shared that with NASCAR, we shared it with the governor's office and the counties. And um, so we have a great partner, and then we have all these processes of cleaning the speedway, of um, you know the right the right way to do it, the right kind of everybody's heard of PPE, the the masks, the 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 shields, and uh, and then you have the hand washing stations, and and then the the processes of things that some some people may be aware of and others aren't, but you know how many people can go in an elevator at a time and how you stagger things. Um, it's a lot that, that has gone into the, we call the protocols of getting back to racing. And, uh, you know, the race team shops have had to go through a lot of those things, how they, they use these big foggers um, to, to clean the shops. And you guys may have that at the studios, but it's a way to sanitize um, the area and you know you have uh, what you mentioned you know a lot of people are concerned and we've had some race fans that have had some have had concerns about um you know what are the drivers going to be safe are the teams going to be safe um and and we've we've been able to share with people um individually but you know as a group that we're, we're taking all these steps to make sure that everybody is as safe as, as we can be and, uh, and other people are concerned, other fans are concerned that, uh, you know, why, why can't they come to the race? You know, it's, it's not fair. And boy, you know, we, we also would love to have all the fans be able to come to the race. Um, but, you know, we, we've got to, like I said earlier, we've got to play the hand we're dealt. Right now, we can't uh, have a, a big event with spectators. Uh, nobody can. And it's, uh, but, you know, before too long, I think sooner than later, we will actually get back to that. We're seeing some you know, positive steps in the right direction. And uh, you know, as restaurants are able to open up in, in some states and then you know, other things will come back online. And before you know it, we'll look back on this and say, man, remember when, remember that time. And, uh, and this really teaches us, I'm sure you're the same way we're realizing like this awesome value of getting together, you know, with a big impact that plays in our lives. And I, uh, I said the other day to, uh, to my kids and my wife, I said, you know, I think the, what, what I've realized is that the, the virtual is not as good as the actual. <laughs> I like being there live, you yeah. know, it's, um, 
it, it's really something else. So we're um, we're all here to kind of experience this, and I can't wait till it's in the in the rearview mirror, and we can talk about it, you know, the way it used to be uh, in, in in back of us. Well, I will tell you, I stood uh, on a on a camper in the infield of your speedway a year ago on Memorial Day and watched the race with my daughter and her friends. And if if you have, if you're not moved by the pre-race festivities that that you have hosted at your racetrack over the years, uh, you're not American. I mean, it's just it's just so touching, and you you do so much to to pay tribute to our our um, fallen soldiers and warriors and 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 give people something to be proud of and smile at. Um, I'm gonna miss. I don't know how much of that, I, how much I, I'm going to get to see on Memorial Day, but I'm certainly going to miss it if, if there's not some sort of presence there. Can you well, give us a, where, a clue as to what's going to look like? You guys, the, the whole crew at Fox Sports, I think, are, are going to do a great job, as always, of, of bringing the, the show to everybody through the television. Um, we were just talking about the pre-race aspects um, yesterday over here at the Speedway, and um, you know, that's really important. It's important to everybody at Fox. It's important to everybody at NASCAR, all the race teams out there, and certainly everybody at the Speedway, the Coca-Cola 600 on Memorial Day weekend is one of those uh, big markers of the year. It's uh, Memorial Day weekend is a weekend of tradition. And, uh, you know, for thankfully for, for millions of people, part of that tradition is tuning in and watching uh, these race cars and watching the 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 NASCAR um, you know, uh, anthem and the flyover and the celebration of our heroes, it's um, it's a really special thing to be a part of. And I think Fox, uh, of course, always does a great job of delivering that to the living rooms. And this year, uh, it's a high calling. But uh, everybody at Fox is going to have to. They're in charge of delivering that special. Uh, that special message and that feeling to all of us. Well, and you've set such a high standard and I know my bosses at Fox and, and the people I work with are so creative and uh, are so patriotic that they will do just that and we'll deliver a special. I, I just will never forget when those cars pulled on the pit road and stopped last year and oh, yeah. engines went down and there's 100,000 people there and you could hear a pin drop. That, that yeah. was a great, great tribute. Yeah, yeah, it's a... It's a break to take a moment of silence to pay tribute to our the, the greatest heroes in America that gave it all, literally paid the ultimate sacrifice for freedom for all of us and for people around the world. And we're doing that again this year. We're gonna we're gonna take a pause at at 200 laps, which is halfway of the Coke 600, and uh, and we'll have a moment of silence to pay tribute to our fallen heroes. That that means the world to me. I was really wondering if you were going to get going to do that again, and I'm so thankful you are. Speaking of thankful, yeah. I'm thankful for your lovely wife. She said a prayer for one of our our racing events, and she's just a a, a a a a ray of sunshine in my life. Every time I see her, I smile. And uh, you are such a a fantastic couple. But uh, just pass along to Cassie how much she means to me. Thank you, man. Well, I'll do that for sure. She feels the same about you, of course. Well, um, I will tell you a quick story. I, I was going up to the mountains to play a little golf uh, a couple weeks ago, I guess a week ago, I don't remember. Uh, and I, I stopped by North Wilkesboro Speedway. 
All right. I, I wanted to see because we'd done the iRace from there and I wanted just to, to see it and check it out. And that that's the reason why I bring that up. I wanted to say thank you for helping Dale Jr. and getting that track map because that was an awesome show on Fox when we were able to bring people cool. racing from North Wilkesboro. Yeah, I love that. That was a lot of fun. It was uh, it was really fun. You know, that was all Dale's idea. He um, he we were we were actually on the airplane um, flying to a race, and he uh, he said, "Hey, I got an idea," and um, <laughs> which I love ideas. I love great ideas, and uh, usually it's me, you know, throwing out that, "Hey, I got an idea." Uh, opening line, which is always a zinger. You never know what's going to follow. And he uh, had this great idea of um, cleaning up North Wilkesboro so that it could be scanned and um, you know put into the iRacing archives, if you will, so we can all enjoy it uh, digitally. And that's uh, it was a great idea, and we had fun. It was cold that day. If you if you saw <laughs> that uh, the story. Um, that you guys put out there it was chilly and um it was but it was it was kind of it was a lot of fun and uh we got dirty and um we put a lot of work into it and our the whole crew from bristol motor speedway charlotte motor speedway um dale jr's team at um junior motorsports and um dirty mo they came over and, and did their thing as well and we uh we burned up a lot of string trimmers and um but it was, it was a lot of fun. You know, what was fun for me is since I'd raced there back in the nineties, um, the last time we raced there, I was there. I raced for the first time there in, in, in 83. So I go way, way back. Um, but I got to go over to Denny's house and, and drive his simulator yeah. and just having that feeling of being behind the wheel at North Wilkesboro. That was something that not only brought a big smile to me, but all the racers that, have heard so much about that historic track and finally get to, to make a few laps. So great job on that. And you, you know, you said you love it when, when people around you, your team loves it when you say I have an idea. Can you, yeah, I don't know if they always love it. They don't always <laughs> love it. Sometimes it scares them. <laughs> Can you tell me what it was like when you, when you said, Hey, I got an idea. We're going to make a road course here and run, run on that. Yes. How many, how many uh, heads went to spinning when you, when you came up with that idea? That was so cool because um, Steve Swift, who is our, our head of operations and development for, for the company, I called him and, um, and I called Steve O'Donnell at NASCAR. And um, I, called, I called Swift first because he's in charge of building things. And you know, when it comes to asphalt and concrete and steel, call Steve and, uh, and I wanted to find out, you know, can this be done? And so I called, uh, I called Steve Swift and said, I got an idea. Can we run a NASCAR race on the Roval? And at the time, it was really designed just for sports car and not for, you know, broadcast sports car. It was designed for um, SCCA, club racing. And um, we talked about it for a little while and, and he, he said, yes, we can do it. Uh, you know, you account for the upgraded safety, the, um, all the various elements to make it a world-class road course. That was, um, the bar that you have to hit. And, uh, and Swift said, yeah, we can do it. So I was, um, very encouraged about that. So I called, 
our buddy Steve O'Donnell and said, got one for you and um, threw it out to him. And he, to his credit, um, said, I like it. That's cool. <laughs> Part of my thinking at the time was there was a lot of talk that there was no um, road course in the playoffs for NASCAR and, and that there were too many mile and a half. So I, I thought, well, this would actually address both of those. Charlotte is a mile and a half, put a road course in the fall. Now you've got a road course, one road course in a mile and a half out. And um, I don't know, it all kind of came together pretty quick as far as ideas go. And then, um, boy, getting it done, it was, um, it was like pulling teeth. Um, had to do a lot of convincing. Um, but it, it came around and, and turns out, you know, everybody's enjoyed it. So that's been nice. And, and the thrilling racing that you, you had when you came up with it, you know, then the, the competitors get out there and then they deliver a great product for the fans to yeah. enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was, man, every, every race on that track is good. It's, uh, it's exciting. Jeff Gordon told me when we were designing the Roval layout, he said um, something that, that really stuck with me. He said, this is a fun course to drive. But if you want it to be a racetrack, you've got to have braking. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, braking is where the passing happens. I really didn't get that at the time. And, uh, but, but when he said it, I got it. And, it um, and so we talked about where does braking happen. And then we had Mario Andretti come out and drive the track. And he's the one who said, you need a chicane. I wish I had a Mario accent. I could say that a lot better. <laughs> but uh, Mario said, you got to have a chicane on the backstretch. And, um, and I said, no, no, we don't need a chicane. Why, why have a chicane? He said, it's too fast. And I said, you're a race car driver. How can you be too fast? It's just, you know, if you get scared, slow down or put on the brake. And he said, no, no, it'll, it'll tear up the cars. The tires won't be able to handle it. And so he, I resisted on that one, but sure enough, Mario Andretti, one of the greatest race car drivers of all time, duh, you know, he was right and I was wrong. So we put in the, uh, the backstretch chicane and it, um, it really added. So the, that is a hard braking point. We've got the front chicane braking point and then the turn in, the first turn into the infield to the roval area is uh, another great braking point. And it's, uh, it provides some passing opportunities, which is usually one of the biggest challenges of a road course layout is, um, you know, where do you pass? Right. And so, that's, yeah. that's, that's been one of the coolest ideas uh, and, and developments that, that has happened at, at Charlotte lately, I think. Uh, certainly back in, the, um, in the, the day when your dad probably said, I got an idea, I'm gonna put up lights. What what yeah. do you what do you remember about that or how did how did all oh, that man. how did that all go I, I'd love That's to hear awesome. your insight on that. So my dad would uh, come home from work and we would eat dinner like around seven thirty or so, and after dinner, occasionally, he would uh, he would say, "Hey, I got an idea," and he would just tell us as a family um, what his idea was, 
and he talked about putting up lights at Charlotte. And it was, um, it was mind blowing at the time. I wasn't working in the sport. I was a, a kid in uh, high school. And um, he said, I, I, I got this idea, put up lights in Charlotte. That was, um, that was the year that I really got to be a NASCAR fan. Um, the, the all-star race, one hot night under the lights, um, that there was just something about it that caught my eye and, uh, you know, made my heart skip a beat and, uh, turn me into NASCAR fan big time. Yeah, I was, uh, I had not won a race. I don't know if you ever heard that before, but it was a while before I won. <laughs> but, uh, you, you had one of the, one of the biggest wins in NASCAR history. That was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I was going to tell you, it was 92, and, you know, the all-star race under the lights, yeah. everybody wanted to be a part of that. Yeah. And there I was on the outside looking in, not not qualified for the all-star race, but what motivation that was. I was able to to win the, the, um, the open race and get my way into the all-star race, and it was- I was in victory lane. Yeah, it was an honor, though, to, you know, to, to say, all right, I'm going to go racing under the lights. It, it was a- a huge deal and a, a real game changer for, for the sport and certainly a huge success uh, uh, that night. One hot night yeah. did not disappoint. I remember that like it was yesterday. It was um, just amazing. And, you know, you and uh, just that time was, was um, it was an awesome, awesome night and um, a lot of fun. Yeah. What, what do you, what do you think uh, as we, as we, return to normal one day. I don't like to say there's a new normal because I don't think there is. I think we'll return to normal. There'll be a, there'll be normalcy again. Yeah, I agree with you. What do you think is, uh, have you got any more ideas you could just tell me so I can just watch <laughs> them come to life? <laughs> oh man. Well, who knows? I mean, well, I, I agree with you that, you know, human nature is, it's pretty consistent over time. And that we're in this short window right now where we've all adjusted. Um, and there may be, I, I know there'll be things that we learn from like, like a lot of video conferences or meetings that um, may be more uh, normal going forward, maybe more prevalent uh, than they used to be. But human nature, uh, if you look back over history, uh, shows that people like to get together. People like to watch entertainment live. And that's um, it's an important part of, of friendships and families and just living. Uh, it's the, we're blessed to be able to work in, a, in, a, in an area of life where we kind of supply these platforms for memories to be able to happen. And, uh, and that's what makes our job so special is that we get to, um, to, to do these things, orchestrate these events so that people can hang out and have fun and build memories. And it's, um, that's, that's a really special thing. Um, you know, for us going forward, I think you've, you've heard about um, Nashville and the work that we have uh, been doing there with the fairgrounds. And I'm really hopeful that we'll be able to, um, you know, to do something at the, the fairground speedway there and, and work out um, all the details that need to be worked out to make that happen. And would love to see NASCAR uh, cup racing back in Nashville, in Music City. I think it would be um, you know, great for 
um, for everybody and, and a lot of fun. Um, and who knows, there, there are other things on our drawing board, but probably not fit for, um, for talking about quite, quite yet. I'm not sure anybody's watching anyway. Go ahead and just tell me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you when we go play golf one day. You got to show me how to play golf. All right, that's the deal. You don't want me showing you how to play golf. Uh, <laughs> any of my friends will, will testify to uh, about Nashville. It, it, is that an ongoing process or is there still more government meetings and town meetings to understand what all needs to happen in order for us to be able to race there? Yeah, definitely an ongoing process. Um, we, we, we hit the pause button with the, the terrible tornadoes that went through. Nashville, uh, and then of course, uh, COVID-19 hit. Um, so two big things that slowed us up, but uh, we have been in regular conversations with, uh, with the right people in Nashville and um, feel like we're, we're on the right path to be able to um, make something happen there. Right on, do you, um, do you envision, I, I, this is just your opinion, I'm sure you have intimate details, but just in general, do you envision when we do finally see the new schedule it being vastly different, uh, marginally different? Uh, how do you how do you think this is going to play out? What's your opinion for next year? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. That's a great question. I think that um, there there could be some differences. Um, we were working really hard on it for um, 2021 up until March. <laughs> As soon as COVID-19 hit, we all just went into, you know, a damage control mode of um, figuring out what our next steps were in 2020. So um, we'll get back on the, the program of figuring out next year. I think um, there's so many changes with this year that if, if we didn't have this, this pause for coronavirus, we would have seen things like the doubleheader in Pocono um, that we've never seen, or we haven't seen in a long, long time. Uh, we would have seen things like the, um, uh, what else, Bristol in, in the playoffs. What a big deal that is. You know, it's a, Bristol was always in August. So there's so many things that are new about this year's schedule. Um, I like to think about that and sort of experience it before we focus too much on the years to come. And uh, because I think we did, boy, we worked really hard at the 2020 schedule. It's not a simple thing to move one race date, much less, you know, several. And this year, it, it's, there's a really good schedule that's still coming on board. And I think as fans, we've got a lot to look forward to. And you know what, you know, the one positive out of the pause and, and forced to, 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 to change things up, we're going to learn things over the next month or so about how double headers work and, and midweek races. All these things can help uh, lead to even a more popular 2021 schedule. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to learn a lot. And, um, you know, having races midweek, it's um, – it's easier to say yes to that as a promoter. It's easier to say yes to that when uh, you know that there's no ticket selling that you have to be concerned with. Um, we would love to have fans there, but I also know that a Wednesday night is not gonna sell as many tickets as a weekend. 
So uh, it's just uh, the way things are. But um, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how things shake out, and, and we will learn a lot. Um, speaking of learning a lot, I talked about your dad and those lights. Uh, how has it been for you to fill those shoes, to, to take over and, and uh, head this, this beautiful motorsports facility and make changes and make decisions that, that fall on your shoulders now? And how's that feel? Yeah. I don't know. I can't fill his shoes. Those are big shoes. Um, we, um, I love my dad and I just have so much respect for him and, uh, and admire him so much. I'm, I'm so grateful, you know, that, um, that I, I've been learning a lot from him and I'm grateful that I can still go over to his house. Um, we live next door to each other and, um, I watched the Darlington race with him ah. and, um, and then he will, you know, we, we watch a lot of races when we're not at them. Uh, we'll go over to his house and, and hang out and watch the races. And, and when we have a race, he he's there, he's the biggest race fan I know. And, um, and you've seen him there. He's uh, he's always on the move. Yeah. I couldn't imagine not seeing him when I come to the racetrack because he's always yep. so energetic and big smile on his face and just, <laughs> Loves this sport like he did the, the first day he started loving it, I think. You can just see oh, it in yeah. his eyes. He loves you, loves your brother. Uh, he's, uh, he's just a big, big race fan. Yeah, I got to, to catch up with my brother uh, doing the podcast a couple of weeks ago, and he uh, talked about getting to fly down to Daytona with, with President Trump. And, and Oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was pretty cool. He said, he said he got on that plane, he didn't know what to expect, and he said it was just, he was just a grandpa, you know, hugging his grandkids and, and they, they just had a really nice time together. So you've done some pretty special things at your racetrack. And, and I, that was something that I'll never forget seeing Air Force One fly over Daytona because Man. it took me yeah. back to the 80s when, when Ronald Reagan came in the day that Richard won his number 200. That was a sight. I mean, yeah, in February, Daytona, that was that was definitely to see that plane fly over the speedway, that was cool. Um and then we were all in line to to take a picture with the president and you're waiting there and they haven't shown up yet and before too long here comes a, a motorcade of of cars and one of the first ones I saw is DW getting out. <laughs> I thought that was I, – I just – I laughed and laughed. That was the funniest thing I've seen. Well, you gotta, you got to call him. I'll tell you a funny – I invited Daryl to Daytona. I said, you got to come to the 500, bro. I said, you can have my bus. I'll stay in a hotel. You can have my bus. He said, I'm not coming to Daytona 500. <laughs> and what happens? The president invites him, and he goes. I wasn't good enough, I don't guess. Where's the respect in that, right? <laughs> but what I'd like you to do is call him up and invite him uh, – Invite him to uh, to come to the 600 as some sort of official. So yeah, maybe you would have you a reason to be there. There you go. That's right. We'll get him I, to take everybody's temperature. Yeah. <laughs> I sure do miss having him around. He's been so much, uh, so so good for this sport. Won the first all-star race at your, your track back in 85 and uh, mm -hmm. four Coke 600 wins. So uh, oh, I, don't yeah. I, I don't know why I got to thinking about my brother, but but you're, you're, you feel like family to me and it just made me think about him. Yeah, I love him. He's a great guy. So um, tell me real quick, and, and I'll let you go. Uh, I know you're busy. Like I said, um, 
how how will the next few days i mean are you going to be there about 24 hours a day leading up to next week you know i think we'll have it's amazing we've got such a great team and uh they're ready to host the race today and uh we've had a lot of people at at the speedway um getting ready and what that means is that the paint is all going to look great all the the electricity has been checked over, all these lights that we have, the track lights, the scoreboard, um, the Speedway TV, um, all the communication that has to happen between you know, the track and pit road and the control tower and so many details. And our team is on it. Um, I'm really, really um, proud of our, of our whole crew at Charlotte Motor Speedway and um, you know, the grass is already painted. The lines are already striped on the track. Um, I, I've been here, not every day, but I've, I've spent some time around the track um, every few days. And I tell you, man, I'm, I'm just gonna enjoy it. So um, for me, I, um, I came here today to, uh, to check in with a few people and see how things look, um, have this conversation with you and um, when I come back on Sunday for the Coke 600, um, I'll, I'm going to bring my dad up to my office so he has a place to watch the race. And a couple of other people will have, um, you know, the check-in process that everybody's going to go through. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll just make sure that, that things are, are going smoothly. But uh, I'm probably the least important person <laughs> in the whole mechanism to make sure it all goes smoothly. And, uh, and that's a good thing. I, you're, um, you're the most important in getting it organized and you just need those folks to follow your direction. And I know you have a lot of confidence in your team. One more, um, I have an idea that I think you, you must, you'll have to take credit for is the traction compound. Oh man. That, that's something we always talk about when we get ready to come to Charlotte. Uh, yeah. we put some of that down in the turns? Or are we going to? It was going, going down yesterday. I, I was out the speedway yesterday, uh, actually right, right behind me, turns one and two. I saw it being sprayed down and it, uh, it helps dry the track more quickly. Um, you know, the, the whole objective of the traction compound is you put it where the natural fastest line is not. So in Charlotte, the fastest line is down on the line, down at the bottom line. So we put it up up one or two lanes in the turns. So it gives a passing opportunity for those other cars. And, um, you know, I think traction compounds started as Coke syrup, um, you know, at short tracks. So um, we are, uh, we're using a, a special traction compound. I'm sure there's probably a little Coke syrup in there somewhere, but um, it's, it's uh, you know, there to hopefully make it, um, a, a very competitive race and it's something that uh, you know we feel like adds to the fun and the action and the competitiveness for uh, for the races. I agree with everything you said. I love the traction <laughs> compound. We, we need options you know it's like, yeah. like in baseball you hit them where they ain't. Well in NASCAR you need to go where they ain't and if you have that option that right. just makes for better racing. That's right. That, was, that's another one of the, we're gonna have to write a book to Marcus. Hey, I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> what, what if, and certainly has been a bit controversial, but I think as it's developed and evolved, everybody loves it now. Well, you know, it's, it, it, it works. Um, 
we've tested it and tested it and tested it. Um, it's, it's used in all sorts of areas and, uh, and we think it works great in NASCAR. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. I still don't think uh, it would help my golf game, though. I'm pretty sure of that. Uh, I, I, I still need you to take me golfing somehow. Show me how to drive it straight. What if I what if I bring you and and a and a, a buddy of mine that is actually really good, and you can see what to do <laughs> and what not to do? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I thought maybe I would um, get better at golf during this uh, this break where we didn't come to the office as much, but I haven't been out as much as I wanted to, and. Um, well, that's, my, my, my daughter's been off to college. She finally got back, and and uh, my my older oldest daughter has two children. They've been doing a lot of uh, hibernating at home. So I live on a golf course, and generally when I get up, uh, I go to the golf course, and we we have our uh, own separate carts, and we man, now that's how you get good. We stay get away from each other. I've gotten worse. There's just, there, no one would argue this. I've definitely gotten worse. I don't believe it. <laughs> Man, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for uh, sharing some of your wisdom and, and, and uh, information about coming back to Charlotte to go racing. Uh, very informative. And I'm really thankful to, to call you a friend, bud. I'm thankful to call you a friend too, Michael. Appreciate the time. Good to hang out with you. And uh, well, I'll see you this weekend at the 600. Um, I will do as I'm told, and All I right. haven't been told yet. So, well, so. let me know if you uh, if, if you need something to do. I'll tell you to do something. Okay, I appreciate <laughs> that. I certainly want want to be there for the. There I don't think go. I've missed one since the early '80s. So, oh, man. yeah. If, I don't, if I'm not there, you know, I'll be sitting in front of my TV for sure. I know what you mean. All right, buddy. Okay, thank you. Appreciate you. Good seeing you guys. I want to thank my producer, Ford Martin. I want to thank Marcus Smith. I want you to go to Fox's YouTube channel to watch clips of our podcast. I also want to tell you that Fox Sports, Instagram, Twitter, all those are places where you can like Waltrip Unfiltered and share some of the content with your friends. Really appreciate you tuning in and listening. I can't wait for the Coke 600 Memorial Day weekend. It's a a tradition like none other. And I look forward to seeing how all this NASCAR plays out over the next couple of weeks. Thanks for listening again, and I'll see you soon.